0: Dreamers Welcome Podcast Dreamers Welcome Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. I go by CEO Peso. I'm blessed and highly favored. I appreciate y'all tuning in. We have a interview that is long awaited. Uh we had a hiccup before, so we doing it right this time. I've been rocking with my man for over a decade right now. We're standing there 15 years, now I think about 15, it. yeah, yeah But um SGB Slico yeah. got bars, simple got bangers, or we're all just, the other shit that you be. You know, we keep yeah. it brief. Slico yeah.
1: got bars, SGB, man. Good looking. Appreciate you for having nah, me. My appreciate guy. you my on the joint, guy. man. So how you feeling, man? What's going on with you? Man, I'm good, man. Just riding this provide and protect wave. Yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, provide A few protect. Big shows coming up. Uh whole lot going on, man. That
0: dropped when? Uh what uh July? July 2nd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So, Friday, July 2nd. Yep. What's been the feedback on that? How, how's How it's been going? Crazy. You know
1: what I'm saying? A lot of big names picking up on it, man. Uh and to be honest, man, um, this project more than any other project I done dropped, man, I'm seeing a lot a lot of new faces in my DMs, in my comments, you know what I'm saying? So that just tells me I'm on the right trajectory, man. But the feedback has been amazing, man. I'm
0: about to say why you think that is though? Why you, why you think now I you think get more
1: I've been consistent, you know what I'm saying, consistently dropping videos. I'm consistently showing up to do, you know, stuff like this, yeah. performing, you know, people seeing my face more and more. So, you know, <clears throat> excuse me. So that, so when, now that they didn't heard this one, now that they heard God bless the real, you know, it was a year since I had dropped the project. So I think the anticipation was there.
0: Absolutely. So, All right. So let's, uh, let's rewind a little bit. The background, your upbringing, <laughs> you know, where you're from and, you know, just give me a little bit about your past history.
1: Man, born and raised in Dayton, Ohio. I was actually born in Marysville. Um, my mom was locked up um, doing a three-year stint at the time. She did nine altogether. But uh, from day three or four of my life, you know, I've been in Dayton, Ohio. Um, both of my parents were heavily musically influenced. Um, big rock background. Uh, my grandfather played the sax and the blues band, stuff like that. Um, but I've been here my whole life, man. Dating niggas for life.
0: Absolutely. All right, so... Um Before the music had, well, now that you say it, it sounds like music already just been tapped into your whole life, period. But coming up though, before you started taking music serious, was it anything else you saw yourself doing? Like,
1: man, listen, I've been doing music as long as I can remember, bro. Like, since a kid, like a young kid, like four or five, coming up with melodies and. You know, singing over, singing my own words over songs that was on the radio and stuff. So, bro, my passion was just always music, bro. And then as I got older, you know, 11 or 12, I seen like Bow Wow and these, and Romeo, these other kids that was kids like me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Doing their thing. So that's when I, around the time when I really felt like, damn, this shit possible.
0: Yeah. shouts out to them, because I just thought about that, thinking about it now. Like, like we looking at the older crowd, uh, rappers, thinking that it's impossible, but when you saw artists at the same age as you or looking like kids or whatever the case is that's kind of gave you some that's more inspiration what
1: that's what made me feel like damn this could actually happen because i was already writing raps and writing little hooks and writing bars before i even knew what bars meant like you know what i'm saying like yeah so when bow came out like romeo and them came out it was like oh okay and then i found out bow wow was from ohio i'm like oh shit this super yeah
0: so i guess that goes into the next question um early influences so you got bow romeo oh, for, the same age I, now look
1: i don't want to say they was actually like an influence on my style of music yeah, yeah. i think they was just that made me realize that it was possible right but as far as like music itself early ti you know 0304 i'm serious trap music urban legend um early wayne mixtape wayne mm-hmm. uh, dip set
0: absolutely you know
1: jay I'm from that era, man, where you Rockefeller. had to you had to be able to rap. You know what I'm saying? I'm from that era where you had to be able to spit. So it wasn't no melodic hooks. It wasn't no none of that. It, it was bars. Yeah, it was straight bar Cassidy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, fabulous, uh,
0: Jada, Jada, of course. <laughs> Big shout
1: shit. out to Jada. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Styles P. Like you had to be able to spit. And even even back in the you know late '90s, X. You know, rest in peace, DMX. Mm. Nas. You know what I'm saying? And I'm from that era, so. So,
0: yeah. alright, I'm bouncing around a little bit, but um, do you think the way it, rap going now with it did, it, did it make it harder for you to, like, did you adjust now? Because now it ain't bars, it's more melodic, it's more like ABC type That's shit or easy. whatever. Like,
1: like, bro, you gotta understand, I come from melodics. My dad sung lead vocals in a glam rock band, my mom sung lead vocals in a punk rock band. Yeah. So they all they shit was melody. Wasn't no, you know. What I'm saying? So you remember you
0: remember they records. You remember I
1: remember a few of my pops records. He had this song called Lucky Charm that I thought was a little damn near a hit. Word. You know what I'm saying if he would have really stuck with it, I think that one would have took him there. But um, I'm from that. You know what I'm saying? I come from that. You know what I'm saying? And then when I started rapping, you had to be able to rap. So as the game changed, it was easy for me to transition because it was already in my blood. It was already in my DNA. I was already from that makeup. So it was yeah. easy
0: for me. So, what what made you transition to taking it serious? It's like, I hate to turn rapper, but to, to be an artist, to be like, okay, like, I'm about to start fucking with this shit 24-7. Like, this is it. Like, what what turned that I mean, corner? it's
1: just my passion. You know what I'm saying? Even if I wasn't here doing this right now, I'd probably be somewhere recording. It's my passion. It's like, the nigga that never had no plans on... Going to the league, but he at the court every day shooting, working on his handle package, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? He in the gym, you know, whatever, whatever. Well, that was me. That was me pre moves Media. You know what I'm saying? That was me before moves Media. I was still in the gym just because I had the passion for it. Like, some niggas, they get off work, you know, they ain't thing nine to five. They get off work, they go hoop. They get off work, they go work out. Like, that's their thing. Like, it's like making music, you know what I'm saying? So it was really yeah. my passion more than anything. Like, and even if I never was too, in, a, in a situation where I could take it serious as I do now, You know, to get to the point that I am now, I still would be the
0: same shit. Okay. So let me ask this too, um, because, you know, I don't got a background of rapping or anything like that. But how do you, what's your process of practicing how to get better? Like, I never understood how, how do you get better at the artistry of like rapping? Like, what, what? how do you go about it? Man, just
1: repetition, man. Just doing it over and over and over and over and over. If you don't, I take it back to basketball. Granted, I just I love basketball too. That's I can't hoop for the record. I ain't no fucking hooper. <laughs> but you go out on court. You go out on the court right now. Even if even myself, if I go out on the court for six months and I'm I ain't got no type of j, I ain't got no type of form. You go out there and you do that every day. Eventually, you gonna you gonna develop some type of skill behind it. And just like I said. My 10,000 hours, they say it's, what, 10,000 hours for you before yeah. you become a master or something. I That was years ago I passed that.
0: Absolutely. That just
1: come from me doing it since, like I said, four or five humming and coming with my own little words, the songs that was on the radio, and then writing raps over it. Like, when you had the tape players, you remember when you would record a song off the radio?
0: yeah not all of that, I use you press all that play and, shit
1: playing pause or whatever at the same time and it'll record mm. i'd be writing my own songs over my favorite songs before instrumentals was even a thing before line wire, before all that and <sighs> just repetition man just doing it over and over and over and over eventually you get better like i didn't used to have no type of a melodic game my melodic game used to be trash i remember it was a point in time when shout out Jared the star but i i was just straight bars and he said like bro you got to start writing songs bro you got to learn how to put these bars and come with it come with song format. I didn't have that. You know what I'm saying? But just like I said, shooting shooting over and over and over and over. Now I'm cold with that shit. I'm one of the motherfucking
0: coldest to do it. Absolutely. I vouch for that. So let's talk about when um when we first met because you played a super significant part in my life when I uh started Trendset and shouts out to JR because um we connected through his cousin at the time and then you know y'all came through to the booth. Um, that was so
1: many years ago. That was nah, That was, was that, 06, 05? that was like oh five.
0: It was like oh five, one and oh six because I I was graduating that year. So we were still in high,
1: we were still in high school, and my son, my oldest son, gonna be in high school in a few years. That's the crazy That's part. Deep. Like looking back, like, but go ahead. What was you saying?
0: Nah, just just explain that, that that part of when you got into music. Cause how deep was you into it at that point?
1: Like at that point, like. I was rapping with uh. This is Superstar like 15 Oat
0: years ago, by the way. It was
1: yeah. me, Oreo Baby, aka Superstar. Shout so out the. Uh, I ain't even trying to be for you know. Nah, that's, what, yeah, that's, that's what, what it was. Yeah. And uh, and Jr. Exclusive, Jr. The Star, whatever y'all call him. Um, when we met you, man, it's crazy because Jr. had just started making the beats because we didn't have any beats. Mm-hmm. You know, we rapping over instrumental CDs and calling each other with verses, and I don't, you know, know exactly what led into him and what programs he was using. My brother started calling calling us with original beats. And then that's when I started hearing the name Peso. I started hearing the name uh, Verse. I started hearing the name QB, you know what I'm saying, and, and the D-Shiny and, you know, all them. Um, big shout-out to them. But it was dope because y'all had, like, this structure that we was looking for. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Y'all had this compound, you know, big shout-out to Granny's Garage.
0: Out the road, man. You know, y'all had Landmark.
1: This, y'all had this structure that me and O didn't have at the time. It was just me and O. And all y'all was from where y'all was from and we from the other side of town, you know what I'm yeah. saying? But y'all embrace us with open arms because I, I guess, I don't know if it was The Hunger, you know what I'm saying? I don't know what it was, but it was fresh. I'm definitely grateful for them times, man, because those times molded me into the artist I am to be able to come into the studio knowing I got a certain amount of time to drop these five fucking records that I done wrote. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's definitely a big, 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 factor in shaping, you know, me who I am into who I am today. So, I'm grateful for them times, man.
0: Nah, them days was amazing. And I yeah. think the way we the way we messed with each other because y'all came with a structure to us and unknowingly, like I didn't know that because y'all had the in-house producer and everything. Right, and Mike right. D was kind of with us at the time, right, right. but he was Mike still it. but he was still rocking with like Railroad having and anything like that. So, then JR came through blessing us with it. And, you know, Shout I think the to
1: Railroad too, man. It's yeah. my favorite. Damn, they're my favorite. Yeah, we uh, still piecing that verse yeah, together, though. We, God, we
0: still man. getting that feature you together. So, yeah, so fast forward. All right, so we link up. All right, we dropping Life on the Edge. We dropping the mixtapes and everything like that. Um, Let's talk about, because Life on the Edge, I think you had a like a small stretch with that, and then you started doing the other mixtapes. Yeah. So where did Life on the Edge come from? Like At that time of life, explain to why did you honest, choose to say that.
1: Life on the Edge was... I knew I had all this music. I had these songs, to these instrumentals, some of my favorite instrumentals at the time. I had these records that I was doing with JR. Some of the songs he gave me just because he wasn't really in like album, any type of album mode. He was just cooking. So he gave me a few of the records and then I was just making the other music that I was making, bro. So I needed a title that kind of like I needed a title that represented all the music without me having to have a specific direction with the music. Right. So life on the edge, it was just like, I can go in here and say whatever I can. Tape could have been a whole different tape. Life on the edge still would have made sense. You know what I'm saying? So to be honest, a lot of people don't know that they're like, man, that shit just sounds so hard. And I'm like, man, I just was trying to come with some shit that would universally make sense for whatever I decided to drop. so, so
0: but, you know. so, but how, how was, how was your life at the time of that? Like,
1: Oh, man, at, at that time, man, that was a very difficult time for me, man. I had a, uh, you know, for just for the people who didn't know, man, I had been on my own, man, since 15, you know what I mean? And I had some good people around me that, you know, kept me afloat, helped me stay afloat or whatever. But at that time, shit, I was about to have a son, you know what I'm saying? I was damn near homeless. You know, I was just dealing with a lot. So that made sense to my life, but the music was just so all over the place. Yeah. You know what I mean? The music was just so all over the place that it was just like it's still... As true to life as it was to my, you know, my situation, it made sense with the music
0: too. So, and, and that's that's why I appreciate about you and is how you carry yourself, yeah. because you know, I was around a lot of the times where I seen the the, the deeper side of it. Yeah, and yeah. you know, for you to um, like I, I love the phrase, um, perception is reality. Like you always show the artistry side rather than like letting the personal shit get to you and. Yeah. That, that goes,
1: just that's still from the passion, just having a passion, bro.
0: And that goes into the next question: what What keeps you motivated? Like, like I, I think we've seen each other then at, at our darkest times. Yeah. yeah. So what what kept you driven and motivated to just all right get out the slump and I'm gonna keep doing this shit because it's so it it's a thin wish, line to giving it, it up. It is.
1: It is. It is. But it just for me it was always something to turn to. You know what I mean? And like I said, no matter what I'm going through in my life, no matter how serious shit is. This is going to be a part of it, no matter what. We we in the studio right now. Yeah. Like, before you pulled up, that's what I was doing. Yeah, you was up. dropping. So, yeah, absolutely. You know, nigga could be out doing whatever, doing any type of, you know, going on with my day, doing other things. But I'd rather be in this motherfucker doing what I do best. Like, and it's just like I said, it was always something for me to turn to, whether I'm down, whether I'm up, whether I'm up, whether I'm broke, you know, whatever. Like, it's just what? part of my every day. It's a natural thing. Like, Was it I ever thought
0: really, to really giving up, though? never not but I once.
1: Never, when I say when you say giving up you mean like not taking it serious to where like I'm actually pursuing it exactly <clears throat> shit I was doing this I never really started pursuing it until <laughs> what, 2018 2019 like the last few years I've actually been like, okay let me lock in let me try to change my life with this shit let me feed my family with this shit let me you know really try to better everybody around me with the music. Now, other than that, I was still dropping two, three songs a day. Yeah. If not writing two or three songs a day, two, three verses, whatever, whether it be a hook here, two verses there, whatever, whatever. Like, I was still cooking. So even when I didn't, you know, my whole time of doing it, you know, from, what, t- 2003 to 2017, 2018, it was all based on just my passion for it. Like, I was supposed to be doing that no matter what.
0: So. Yeah. So... So, fast forward, um, you know, you've you always, to me, been like your own executive producer. So, yeah. you wear multiple hats. Like, you have to choose the uh, the uh instrumental or the beat. You have to come up with the concept. Write um, the song, record the song. Yeah, so is is that difficult or is that uh, just like second nature to you?
1: It's second nature. You know what I mean? Because like, a
0: lot of people ain't even got the endurance to handle that shit like the way you can do it's it.
1: It's just knowing... How to feed your ear. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people, a lot of artists I've noticed that I've been around, man, they go in listening to beats. They look they looking for a beat to they don't really know how to pick their beats. They're just like, oh, this shit's slapping, but they don't really know why it's slapping, or they don't really have like as soon as I hear a beat, 20 seconds in, I'm already kind of I'm already either halfway through a hook or I got an idea. And mm-hmm. if not, I'm on to the next one. You know what I mean? And it might be some of the hardest shit in the world. I might download it anyway, or Buy it anyway, just to listen to, just for the, cause I just love the, you know, the instruments in it, or I like the vibe of it, the tone of it. I might want to sit on my back porch and take vibe a few out, shots and yeah. vibe out, you know what I mean, and get on the grill, just whatever. But you know, like I said, I've noticed a lot of people have a hard time with beat selection more so than writing the song. You know what I'm saying? I mean, cause that's
0: a big part of the. Yeah, nah, it's the beat. Like if like, you look
1: at Ross, like somebody like Ross, Ross. You can, Super instrumental. It's so it. easy. Yeah. It's probably the easiest shit for him to just go listen to a, a you know, beat, send him beats every day. Exactly. It's yeah. probably easy as hell for him to just run through, you know, 100, 150 beats and just be like, oh, yeah, that's him. That's one. That's one. Because he's been doing it. Repetition. You know what I'm saying? He's been doing it over and over and over and over. And he knows where his, where his weak points are. He knows where his strong points are. He knows the type of beats he's best to do the turn up hooks on he knows, the soulful stuff, you know what I'm saying? He, like, it's, it's it's second nature, man.
0: I about to say, so where where does the confidence level come in at? Like, to where you just a short shot of like, no outside opinions, like you know what it is. Like you said, Ross can, 150, he could pick one or two and know it's it. So. It's
1: just when I hear that beat and that shit just come off top. Okay. When, like the idea just flow off It's a top. feeling. Like, it, it, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, you know, you yeah. know, like, I might, I might, and, and, and like, I got a song called, uh, no pain, no gain on uh, my shit on uh, Unlimited Vibes.
0: Yeah, that's my shit.
1: And I had that beat on ice for at least eight, nine months. I But I just knew. I said, once I figure it out, once I figure out the direction, because the beat just went so hard. It was so like just whatever it was about that beat that, that grabbed my ear, I bought it on the spot as soon as I heard it. Mm-hmm. And like I said, that's one of the rare records that took me a little longer to lock in on because like if you listen to follow code that was off top as soon as I, as soon as the beat drops stand ten toes check my goals count my is off top you know what i mean so yeah. for the most part and i guess that go back to my creative process like the shit be off top for me you know what i'm saying it's to the point now where as soon as i hear a beat i'm kind of already i might not have the words but i already know the direction i'm going i already know the vibe the melody i already can kind of I could just hear it, you know what I mean. Do you,
0: do you still write? I mean, I know that's I a cliche answer. No, don't no, no, okay. no.
1: I'm, I'm pretty much, uh, I'm with the new wave, man. Four, five bars here, yeah. Five there. Pl- Step away, plug it into it. Yeah, punching. Yeah, I might, I might move a couple bars over here, whatever, whatever. Cause I do, I ain't no engineer, but I know the basics. You, you know, know how to structure it now. Yeah, I know how to structure it. Yeah. So, yeah, that's another thing I want to get into too, man. Learning how to. Mix and master myself If I can learn how to Mix and master myself Like to Off top Like as I'm going It's easy Man my process would be Yeah <laughs> It'd be All, so all in
0: house literally Literally bro Yeah So let's talk about Um Shouts out to Jay Shouts out to Mill. Shouts out to Moves Power by Moves Um Let's talk about how That connection Got created
1: Man to be honest like I got a call from uh Again shout out to JR The Star I got a call from JR One day and uh I guess Jason Lee had been you know, looking for my number or whatever because I hadn't spoke to him in a long time. I was kind of in a space where I was just doing the family thing, rocking with the kids, and I was just kind of out the way. Um, Jason basically was trying to pick back up where we left off from uh, a situation we had in 1913. 1913, yeah. And uh, shout out to all them artists, too, everybody that was involved in 1913. Great fucking Two run. Ones. That shit was amazing. That was a legendary uh, Dayton run for sure, yeah, man. But. yeah. Uh, So I ended up getting in contact with Jay Lee this 2018, and he like, you know, let's meet at Chipotle. We meet at Chipotle, man, and he kind of just laid out this blueprint, which ended up becoming Moves Media. You know, he had an idea of uh, how he wanted to do the rollout from our first release. You know, he basically was just tired of working corporate. You know what I mean? He wanted wanted to be the corporation. You know what I'm saying? And he
0: had a run with GTC before that, and then that slowed down. So he
1: kind of already was a little experienced with... Mm-hmm. the basics, you know what i mean, but he wanted to take it to that next level and you know, he had been tapping into my soundcloud at the time cuz i was just dropping all the music on soundcloud and he was rocking with the music so he like, shit, let's pick back up where we left off and this is how we going to do it. So we laid out this blueprint um and pretty much everything that he said we was going to do, we've done and we've exceeded, you know, to this point, you know what i mean? He kind of had a 3-year plan and shit, here we are 3 years. You know, you in Moves Global right now. Absolutely. And, uh, but yeah, I, I bought in, and we locked in, and I think uh, maybe two, three months later, we dropped the first project, Good Spirits, Bad Vibes. The feedback was fucking crazy. And that's when I knew, like, okay, this shit's still possible because when, we, when I put that project together, it was basically... Half of it was older music that I had from the, you know, the SoundCloud era. And then half of it were newer records as I was evolving into the new sound. You know, I was, my music was becoming a little more melodic, but I still had the bars, you know? So that project, like I, I listened to some of the records on there and I'm like, Oh, this could have been so much harder. A little but, crazy, yeah. But when I woke up that day, when it dropped at midnight, I think it was, uh, wanna say January 18th, 2018, I could be wrong. Um, but I remember I listened to it all the way through at midnight. I'm like, okay, cool. We out. It's on all the platforms. Apple Music, Spotify, Tidal, uh, Google Play, all that stuff. And, uh, man, I woke up and I shit you not, man. It was a good 70, 80 people that no bullshit had already shared to their stories. I'm sorry, was already man, right to it this 7 in the morning. You know what I mean? This is a Saturday morning. People done left the club.
0: But your fan base, man. You, yeah, yeah, you, you so. be having eyes on you. You been had eyes on you from what I know. Like you always was a, um, a good standout individual of like, yeah, the lyricism and everything. And I'm not being biased. It's just like, yeah, for
1: sure. you, you
0: know, because I man, I know some of your shit word for word. Like yeah. I can't say that with every artist I done work with. So all right, so dealing with coming from uh, the structure of doing everything by yourself and then dealing with moves media and you know jay and everybody what's some personal changes that you feel like you have to make within yourself to um i mean because you 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 basically got a machine behind you now yeah so what 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 changes did you have to like go through the hardest
1: part for me bro i guess i can answer it like this the hardest part for me has been figuring out how to balance my time with my family you know what i mean like i got to new baby, a new son coming in November. You yeah. know what I mean? And I already got three other boys and a girl, you know what I mean? So it's like figuring out how to balance that time, you know, knowing like, okay, I got to go to Dayton, you know, for three, four days. I got this going on. I got a show. I got a podcast. I got an interview here. I got this, that, you know, this, that, and third. And, um, so just figuring out how to balance that time has been the most difficult, but you no, know, luckily you know my situation at home. Everybody, we all on the same page, so it's been a little bit easier than it would probably be for your average individual to make work. You know what I mean? So. Yeah,
0: no, I totally get it. I mean, I live in Atlanta, Capo yeah. here, and you know, yeah, and niggas just absolutely. niggas got to make it work. You yeah, know what I mean?
1: Got to, you got to, because you still got to be active. You know, you might have to miss certain things. You know what I mean? Because you got business to handle, but that's just part of you know the game we playing in. So
0: absolutely any word of advice to people who is going through what they might consider the most, like what, if somebody came up to you, be like, man, what, what, like, what keeps you going? What keep you driven? Like where where do you get your discipline from? Man,
1: just maintaining the faith, man. Like, like I said, man, I done slept on my best friend's floor. I done slept on futons. I done been hungry. I done, you know, been through this, been through that, been through hell and back, man. But I always just had that faith that there was, it was greener on the other side. I just had to work my way to the other side. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And, and it's a hard task. Exactly. And once you lose task. that faith, man, and you and you lose that passion for things in life. And, and to be honest, music helped me through a lot of that too. You know what I mean? Having content, having stuff to talk about, and how can I express it? You know what I mean? Because I'm not about to just be walking around like, hey, y'all, look at me. I'm going through this. I want this attention. Nah, Ain't I no can, pity I can, party. Yeah, yeah, I can express it in the music. So just find something you passionate about and stick to it, and, you know, that'll always help you through. So like I said, music was definitely that for me, and I guess that attributes back to, you know, what you had asked me earlier, you know, how even when you when you're not, You don't got nothing to look forward to. How do you continue? Keep going. Passion there. The passion there. I just love music. And I love it so much that no matter how fucked up shit is, continue to do it. Absolutely. Regardless.
0: All right. So, man, I think we covered a lot of good ground. Uh, This ain't going to be the last one we do. But uh, let the people know what you got going on, what's what's coming up.
1: First of all, everybody follow me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Sleeko Got Bars. Hey, I'm on TikTok now, too. My son... Was on my ass about me getting on TikTok. He said I need to get on TikTok. Shout out Lil Rico. But I'm on TikTok. Sleeko Got Bars 937. Provide and protect is out everywhere right now. Go stream that. Apple Music. Uh, Tidal. Spotify. Wherever you listen to your music at. Provide and protect uh, is platforms. on there right now. And go subscribe to my YouTube too. Sleeko Got Bars. And this ain't the last shit I'm dropping in a year too. two. I got something very, very, very special coming towards the end of the year so y'all be on the lookout for that man
0: yeah yeah all right man it's sleek i appreciate you being on the platform my g yes sir it we got not. another one we got another one coming yep. we're gonna we're gonna, we gonna space it out but yeah everybody tune in like comment subscribe Jimmer's welcome podcast keep on dreaming i about y'all dreamers welcome podcast